everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we'll be talking about episode 9 from season 3, Spit and Eggs. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And I'm John. Hey, John. Hi, Hi John. John. Hello, John. Welcome back. Thank you. Sorry, I'm distracted. The, the dog just came in. <laughs> Um, would you like to tell people where they can find you on the internet? No. <laughs> um, well, okay. Yeah. So they can't stalk you? Ah. I, uh, let's see, uh, I have my flagship podcast, Sofa Dogs, uh, so I'm there. Um, and I also co-host Castlecast with Heidi, so mm-hmm. there's that. Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> uh, sometimes I guest on other podcasts, like now. What? <laughs> hmm. That's convenient. All right, yeah. let's get into this and have our episode summary. All right. Um, episode 9 of Season 3, Spit Next. After the campus rapist anonymously announces the location of the rape, Veronica hires her friends to help tra- her track him down, but is shocked when she discovers the rapist's identity. Dun, dun, dun. Meanwhile, Logan makes a drastic decision about his future with Veronica, and Dean O'Dell hires Keith proof that his wife is unfaithful. Indeed he does. Yeah, that's one way to summarize the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling the word rape is going to come up a lot. You think? No. Um, yeah. um, so I only have A and B plots mm-hmm. because this is sort of written like a season finale in which we would only have one plot, but then there is that other plot. So we have A and B. Okay, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So it's kind of like setting up for the next season, quote unquote. Well, why do you know why? Is there a reason for that? Yeah. You guys remember when um, I was last on the podcast and I let slip that there are some uh, structural changes to season three? Mm, yes. Indeed. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Heidi did cue us in that it was, it was more episodic in nature. Well, it's of, just that uh, season three has 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 many arcs. Yeah, so this is like the mid-season finale, and then there will be another season finale, obviously. So there's two. Yeah, I guess we're halfway through. Thank God. <laughs> I know. I'm I knew so you guys happy. would be. Yeah, I'm so happy, happy we get a dive that. like oh, so I, into a nice juicy murder instead of the four-letter word, which I think we should just all quack instead of saying the word. <laughs> how that works for us. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she was quacked. Oh, <laughs> all right. Why do so... you gotta make ducks horrible? <laughs> <laughs> That's just well, the word that worked. The thing is, is that we need some levity because it's such a sad subject. But, but now I'm thinking instead of that, I'm thinking that like we have Smurf. We could say Smurf, like. Oh no! Already. He totally I... smurfed her. Oh. I refuse. No way. I'm not gonna do it. Uh-uh. I'm not gonna do it. Who do you guys think the Smurfist is? <laughs> you mean the Smurfer? According to Dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Uh, obviously, I've been watching different sorts of cartoons than you guys think I do. 
<laughs> when you guys go out at night, you make sure to bring your Smurf whistles with you, right? <laughs> I really want a Smurf whistle. I, wait, uh, I was just going to Google Smurf whistles. Alright, let's start with the A plot. <laughs> I'm so sick of this Smurf culture we live in. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Piz hey, and Mac are wondering where Veronica is, and then we see her running. Oh, do we? <laughs> yes, Malika, you she really, really like running. She really runs weird. She's not a good runner. <laughs> it was, well, I mean... Flailing about and running. Well, it was supposed to be over dramatic, and, and boy, was it ever. Yes, it was. <laughs> It works better in slow motion. Oh, we should try that with like some yeah. some different music to it. And... Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Fat Boy Slim is awesome. <laughs> Praise it, you. It almost looked like she was swimming through the hallways. <laughs> I know. The air was I mean, really thick. It's like you know what the, the, those those old exercise walkers that like you know sway their hands really you know to get to the ma- muscular um, muscular. What am I trying to say? Maximum cardiovascular benefits or muscular? Wow, you really kind of <laughs> wow. all those words into yeah. It's exactly. Yeah, I mean, you totally know what I mean. Um, Are you yeah, having so... a stroke? Awesome, awesome shortening of muscular. So, anyways, all those muscular benefits. Um, I think that uh, that's what she was going for. She was trying to get her cardio in. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so y'all, as soon as y'all saw those shoes, you know, did you think it was the R-A-T-A guy or whatever? Because I did, and I don't know why. It was like those shoes tipped me off immediately. Oh, I think we were too busy talking over it, so. (laughs) And I was thinking that it was, I was like, it is Tim the T-A. He has dorky shoes. This has to be Tim. Back when I first saw it, I actually thought it was Logan. Um, Really? <clears throat> yeah. Oh my god, if Logan had been the rapist, that, that would have been, been amazing. I would have been super I would have like first of all, I would have handed it to them on a platter and bowed down. Yeah, but, agreed. Yeah. That would have been kind of amazing. I have a question for Heidi. Yeah. Have <laughs> you told them who Oh no. The actor who plays Tim is? Yes, from yes. season two. Okay, good. Just yeah. checking. Yes. Wait, I, forget. I did point that out. He was lucky. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So next we are at two days earlier, and Logan. Of course we are. Logan breaks up with Veronica. Yeah, of he, does. he does. <sighs> it's not you. It's me. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Woo! I was. I was. I was. I was so happy. Um, me too. Because oh I God, actually. Y'all. I actually have this 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 theory um, that uh, <laughs> that <laughs> Veronica, her, the character, is actually a terrible person. Um, so you've just been I waiting was, to get this out. Yes. So I was actually really happy when Logan broke up with her because it's like good because she clearly she clearly doesn't love you. You love her, but she treats you like crap. So yes, just just cut your losses and run. Logan, yep. run for the hills. John, I actually think I agree with you because, like, this season, Veronica has been bugging the, like, ever-living crap out of me. Like, I just feel like she's so self-centered mm-hmm. and self-righteous, and I just, I, she's been bothering me to no end this entire season. Oh, yeah. Well, and if, you, if you'll notice that uh, this season, we have a repeat of, 
like their issues from the beginning of season two where uh, they were dating and Veronica basically like got all up in Logan's face and was like, me, 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 me. This is all about me. This should be about me. I'm the only thing that matters. The world revolves around me. <laughs> and... I don't think that's <laughs> <it. No. laughs> Wait, did, did we just get Kristen Bell out here doing a, a, a... that was perfect. Like, spot yeah. on. That was wonderful. <laughs> oh, no, wait, I'm not done. Slots. There. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny because uh, I agree wholeheartedly that Veronica has been kind of insufferable um, so far this season, especially when it comes to Logan. Her expectations of Logan are so unreasonable. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that um, while, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, the effect was good, you know, of him breaking up with her and everything, you know, it was like, oh, you know, but there's this epic love story, blah, 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 blah. But I, at, afterwards, like, immediately afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah, she deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. basically, yeah. I mean, th- this came right after the incident where Logan tried to be a good boyfriend by keeping an eye on her. And instead of being like, oh, thank God that that's a good idea got personally offended and so it's like yeah you kind of just you know get what you deserve veronica like i would break up with you too yeah and too bad she didn't have that dude following her around this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have yeah. been helpful um although i do have to say that uh i think this is something that happens in buffy too where people just i guess hate buffy because there's more focus on her and her decisions than on any other character, and so you're given more reason to dislike the main character. And I feel like that's what happens here. And yes, I don't like some of her decisions, but Veronica is still one of my favorite characters on the show. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, and I've said before that, that the casting of Kristen Bell has a lot to do with it. Like, it makes up for a lot of uh, Veronica's behavior. So it's like it's like it's like I like Veronica, but my God! So it's it's similar to Buffy in that like Buffy is very uh, self-involved and very much a, a hypocrite. Um, but it's like like it's it, it's a good thing you're played by Sarah Michelle Gellar because otherwise I would hate you. <laughs> and I and I do have the same problem with Buffy. Like I she just you know I always say that if I had waited a season or two to name my dog, her my dog would have been a very different name. Because um, I started to not like Buffy for some of the same reasons, where it just kind of got annoying. And you're right, John. Like I think that Kristen Bell and Sarah Michelle Gellar are the reasons why we don't. I mean, it's sometimes it's a ta- you know a thankless task to star in a star in a show because oftentimes people start not liking you because the show is about you. So well, I, think, right. I think I think it's especially when it comes to um, strong female leads where this becomes yes. an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. you know, that's yeah. so true. Strong male leads don't sad. have this problem. Well, I I will debate that because I stopped watching House because of the fact that I was just like this <gasps> character is not going anywhere. He's just repeating the same mistakes, and I completely knew that it was the writing team. Like it just. I was like, writing team, you fail. You fail so badly. But yeah, I, I gave up on watching House. You know, in, in that instance, it probably was a writing issue. Um, but sometimes it's important to consider that 
sometimes it's a network note issue because oh, now that we yeah. have uh, Veronica Mars moved over to the CW, there were uh, new network mandates that were passed down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the mini season arcs uh, being one of them because if you recall in season two, the bus crash incident, while massive wasn't really able to sustain an entire 22 episodes. So there were episodes in season two that, that doled out as little new information or clues as humanly possible or episodes where they didn't even focus on it at all. And it's like, you forgot, you know, what was going on and, and what, what to keep up with. And, you know, then it was also the, 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 um, you know, who killed, who killed Felix, uh, plot line that that was drug out for an entire twenty two episodes and didn't really need to be, um, and so now you know we have these sort of uh, these mini arcs, these mini mysteries that only go on for a certain amount of time, and that was more of sort of a network thing of like okay we want to um, bring in uh, new viewers, so let's not have like this long drawn out arc. Let's sort of uh, do some micromanaging, and that's also why. Like a lot of the supporting characters that that we know and love um, are a bit more absent, um, and we've got you know newer characters, you know like like Parker and and you know uh, Piz, for example. Um, yeah. Well, the absence of the other characters was also budget, because they were only allowed so many episodes. That's true, um, and I, and I I don't really have much of an issue with it, but the only sort of network note that I that I that I can't stand is the need for more relationship drama. Uh-huh. And so that's why that's why you have an episode where Logan and Veronica are together, they fight, and then like in the next episode they're still together, they fight, <laughs> only this time they break up. You know, yeah. lather yep. rinse repeat. And, uh-huh. and honestly like you you like kind of smacked it on the head why I don't like a lot of um on you know television romances like the typical ones mm-hmm. because it feels like the network pushes it too <clears throat> too hard and they just get annoying so that's oh, the yeah. whole reason why like but i mean coming back to this season i do think that veronica like her because of her relationship with logan she's by being highlighted even more about how you know she made it all about her and blah 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 like i think that the whole relationship with Logan is one of the reasons why we find her so and so. I'm glad that it's kind of over because I'm hoping she just becomes a little bit more sufferable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, back to this Rather episode. Rather than insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> I thought right. I should clarify. Yeah. All right, so we have a uh, pity party with Mac and Wallace. And then yes, we do. Piz shows up to talk about his radio show. Okay. So... Piz cracks me up. <gasps> yes, and and... Just touching a little bit on the issue that we were still, I, I, I will be happy about the Logan Veronica breakup, as long as they don't try to hook her up with Piz. Like oh, I you can, know they're gonna try to hook her up. With I could, oh, I can see that coming. You know I do not. Well, I, I, I will like go back Piz, to the love, but I don't like him with her. If we can just avoid Piz, like that's, uh, I do not well, want it. I mean, I think it's obvious that that's going to be a, uh, I mean, what's, uh, what other option is there? Yeah, come about the network stuff that we were talking about. Uh, Dick. The network. No, no. Oh my god, Dick. So you guys, on Facebook, 
I would love to see an episode where Veronica uses Dick as an undercover like thing. That would be awesome. Dick undercover. <laughs> Sorry. You, you wouldn't see Veronica use Dick under the covers. Yeah. <laughs> there is a there is a way to see that, right, Malika? <laughs> Oh no! So yeah, so on House of Lies, and it'll be like several several weeks at when people are listening to this. But it was even it's even I'm just catching up on it. But uh, there's a scene where Kristen Bell is uh, all over Dick. <laughs> it's awesome! And just check out the Facebook book, book book page and like I don't know. I guess I posted a couple of days ago. There's a yeah. nice L picture. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, awesome. I keep meaning to watch that show. Okay, I was going more for the innocent, but the idea, like, Veronica has to sneak in somewhere, and she uses Dick as her as her means of entry into some, like, I don't know, whatever. But that would be awesome. Like, he has to, for- he's forced to say, this is my, this is my date, Veronica. <laughs> I would love to see that. So, she, so she's using Dick for penetration? Yes, I was, no, I was, so, I was holding my tongue, John, but thank you. I don't, I don't, I don't get to do this stuff just, on Castle Cast, so. I just so. set myself up. I just, yes, you totally uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one way to prevent babies is undercover dick. <laughs> that, that's only 99% effective. Well, you know, it's better than over-the-cover stick. <laughs> just saying. All right, so Veronica Veronica goes home, and she's taking the unexpected, I have, quote-unquote, breakup kind of hard. I'm like, really? Unexpected? Yeah. Oh, I know. Hello. Get a clue, Veronica. You're unexpected. Put yourself a cry in the shower, and it's like, you did it to yourself. My my note is, why does she always have, like, that is the only place we see Veronica cry is in the shower. Because she's vulnerable that? with the water and she's alone. But I, this is a TV the trip. The water is to hide her tears. I know. It's a TV trip that I don't like. I mean, I don't know how many times y'all have cried in the shower, but. Never. Never. I've, I've, I've done it maybe showers. once. I, uh, no. I, I can't say that I have ever cried in the shower. I will take that back. There was one time I went to. Sh- I, I put my foot up on the soap holder so I could shave, and it. Broke off the wall, and I ended up cutting my leg. I cried in the shower that day. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> but not from the emotional, you know. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking issue about like, of, like the soap a dish. woe is me cry. I, I, Unless I had a had shock a and I cut my leg. I was very emotional. <laughs> emotional over the soap dish or over over your foot? If it was over the soap dish, it counts. Over both. Um, I. I have I have also broken uh, a soap dish uh, out of the shower <laughs> by putting my foot on it, but for very different reasons. You know, what were you doing in there? Oh, um... Renovating? Let's not go down this line of... Renovating. Right, yes. Let's not go down this line of questioning because we could get into some... Yeah, let's not... Let's not and this episode could end up three hours long at the rate we're going because we're on, like, the second scene. We might get an explicit tag, and Heidi would be very mad at us. That's right. <laughs> Heidi will just edit out this whole conversation. Exactly. There will be nothing left. I think our Don't podcast worry. is like two minutes long right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's a classified in the newspaper telling students that the next rape will happen tomorrow at the Pisic party. Okay. So, <laughs> d- 
did he, so how did it get in there? Does he own the printing company or something? Well, I thought at one point somebody said that it was possibly like Nish put it in. It was Veronica and... who said that because because basically, yeah, you would be able to sort of um, uh, uh, anonymously. Yeah, but it would be like I don't think I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you would be able to. Um, that that wouldn't that wouldn't but, make it to the paper. No, unless... it happened at yeah. the printer. It didn't happen like it wasn't in the copy. Yeah, and right, I was right. like, but this could do it because she's not the editor anymore, unless she got reinstated, and we didn't see that. I doubt it. I don't know. The that dean was, just... was pretty mad at her. Yeah. Maybe so... Fern works at the printing press or something. <laughs> there we go. She drives the safe ride home cart and. Oh, I was press. like Fern, yeah. Fern, Fern. All I could see was the girl from Jawbreaker. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot stand that character. I mean, she's just like yeah. she's just like crappy to everybody. <laughs> like even like she just walks up, you know, picks up that girl and just like good way to look out for your friend. It's like you don't know the context of this. Well, they just I mean, showed up. They don't know her. Yeah, but well, you see everybody else. Great. Yeah, everyone associated with the whole rape from the uh, militant feminist side, including Parker in this, they just seem overly angsty. I understand they're upset, but the way that it's portrayed on camera is not like, it doesn't feel like, it does. It feels like it's gone overboard, you know? Well, and that's I the problem like that this, I, mean, this is, I have with it. I don't think it's just her. I think this has been a problem with the whole entire, like, I mean, we've talked about this before with this entire storyline. But, like, I mean, everybody that's involved, like, all the women that are involved with this, like, from the rape victims to the feminists, come across as, like, weirdly, like, shrill. And I don't under, I, I think that the portrayal mm-hmm. is just, like, completely off base and just misguided. It's like a caricature. Yeah. It, it is, and, and and it's a problem because you can't. It, like, it would be it nice is. if it would be nice if there was a character, you know, in that group that was on the side of you know, no rape, rape is bad. But but if they were actually like kind of a decent human being about it, in terms of like like I just I want like a I normal want ju- person. Like, yeah. like I want I want justice, not just revenge. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like normal people would be. You know, normal people would be like right. that. They would be like, I want. You know, like, like I think if any of us were in this show, we would be like, rape is bad. We don't approve rape, but we're not going to go overboard. Like a real person as opposed right. to a two-dimensional construct of, you know, like, the writers. Like, you know, when you think of characters like Nish and Jackie from season two, like, it's a good thing we have Wallace because otherwise African-American characters don't come off very well in this show. Okay, Miss Dent was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right because it's like if you think about it, like especially African American women. So Miss Dent um, was like non-existent. Wallace's mom was. Wallace's mom was even kind of crappy. Like it just. Yeah, she was. Like, what's she going on? Yeah. Um, and and then you know Nish, and you're right. Jackie's dad. Mm. Yeah. Everybody just kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we have Parker handing out GHB testing coasters and rape whistles. So <laughs> those coasters are the coolest things ever. I think that every bar um, should implement these things. Mm-hmm. Especially are they a bars. real thing? But yeah, yeah. I was going to ask if they're real. Yeah, they are. And then also, they, but it can be because, like, you know, there's more than yeah, one no, day rape there's drug. coasters. Yeah, but there, there are coasters. There are straws that can do this. Um, I seen at least 
two um, websites that sell nail polish and lipstick that what? react. That's yep. awesome. Really? That's really cool. Why aren't these implemented more? I don't know. Because but do they, they see, don't have a... the funds to mass produce them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like it's um, also... Which is kind of a shame because you think it, would, it should be like a government mandated thing. But if they test against one, there's there's other ones too, you know. So right. I mean, like they'd have to test against all of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, in this in this particular episode, there's two that they that they talk about that it that it tests against, you know. Mm -hmm. But we don't know. I mean, you know, that was like it's ten years ago. Or, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So the coasters are seventy five cents a piece. <laughs> 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 I think that I, I think that I think that bars can um, can afford to do, especially bars on on college campuses, um, can afford to do such thing. Considering the amount of money they're making from the, the just the sheer volume of of students that that drink in college, mm -hmm. uh, I think that seventy five cents per coaster is not too much to ask to um, right. save. Because how much does a regular one cost? Yeah, but see, they they can as a and I would imagine to it would be cheap. I, I would imagine it would be cheaper if you bought in bulk anyway. Mm. But it but as can as opposed to motivated to do so, right. and you know, and then also potentially aligning themselves with the fact that you could get date raped at this bar. It's like you know, it's one of those things that it would take someone a lot of thought and consideration and most bar owners not to say that they're just businessmen you know so they don't necessarily well, think as far as they should well, they'd have well, like that motivation like i said I, I that's why i feel i feel it should be it should be you know mandated by like like you know the city you live in or whatever like you know like the same way it's well, like by okay the school, if it's a college it's, it, right right it, it's it's like the, yeah. it's like they're it's like they're forced to have fire extinguishers you know we all know it's like oh you mean this place could potentially you know, burned down, um, you know, that's not going to like upset anyone or like, you know, pr prevent them from, from pr going in there and purchasing drinks. So yeah, if everybody, like, if everybody has the same, you know, well, you're right. If it, if it was like a mandate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's so, make that happen. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Go out and get a law passed. We're going to become it. city council people. Yeah. <laughs> right um, after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so That's Veronica funny. gets an A on her Plan of Perfect murder paper. Surprise, Go surprise! <laughs> yeah, nobody <laughs> saw that coming. See her. But there were two other people who got A's. Yeah. So I was very happy about that. Yeah. They uh, cheated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they totally got their ideas from Veronica. But I, like, I just wonder, though, when, when he said, um, and someone plotted to kill the local sheriff, and Veronica got her. this look. Well, but she got this look on her face, and I'd be like, Oh, it would be so awesome if someone else wrote that and it wasn't Veronica. And she'd be like, no, that's that's too obvious. And so she chose someone else. But then someone, <laughs> I, I would love that to be a thing. Like someone else in the class. I imagine if someone did write a paper on plotting to kill the local sheriff, she'd be like, hello, new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. Well, obviously yeah. the perfect murder was who killed uh, uh, Aaron Eccles because it seems nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> basically it's like it's so, like got shot killed in a in a hotel room and there hasn't been even a, a mention of it since <laughs> so Jimmy, well veronica you're... and and uh keith solve all the murder mysteries and lamb doesn't care so so you're saying jimmy that duncan is actually much much smarter than we give him credit for 
Um, no. No, no. Clarence no. Wheatman is Clarence smart. Is. Yeah. There we go. Clarence definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Veronica meets with Tim because he put a note on her paper, and she meets his girlfriend, Bonnie. I, this whole... This is a weird what? scene. Was this just to get us to meet Bonnie? later but i just feel like it's a tim setup type thing like like oh come and meet me for some reason unless it's just a you know a, a plot contrivance to have him meet his girlfriend so that we know her later i don't know, just we, know her no, later. No, no, we, we knew her before yeah 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 but t- but tied it with t- tim you know so that we can it's see probably her. another one of those network mandated things to do with like like relationship drama we want to see you know Blah, blah, blah. This, this couple breakup. But it was just the idea of, of I thought it was the idea of setting up uh, red herrings for or, or maybe it was just so that we didn't think that he was actually in love with teacher guy. Like, oh, he's <laughs> heterosexual. Yes. But that doesn't preclude anything. <laughs> well, you know, it doesn't preclude anything. It can anything. be two things. <laughs> I know, it can be two things. It can be three things. Why not? Yeah. Go. Right. Yeah. It can be nothing. <laughs> So Mo lectures Wallace and Piz, and Veronica invites them to go to the Pisic party. Which they were already going to. <laughs> but now they're working. Mm-hmm. So no uh, no booty call for Wallace, unless that's he wants another, to get people raped. That's another thing that kind of bugs me about Veronica. She's very much a fair-weather friend. It's like, what can you do for me? <laughs> like, I just want to go to a party. God. Yeah, but well, she I helps mean, Wallace out all the time. Well, but even, you know, Wallace even said it, you know, um, basically. He said it to her back in season two, yeah. He even said it, though, in this episode when when she was like, you know, you can go out and, you know, and, and have your fun and, and have a life. You know, it's your life. And he was like, no, it's not. I don't remember yeah, what the, what yeah, the quote yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Don't take that, quote. but yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Veronica rules everyone around her or thinks she does. But then she also helps them out because they come well, to her for help. Right. I mean, she, she definitely does help them out, but she she, she has an expectation of the people in her life that they are um, at her disposal. Her beck and call, yeah. Yeah. And then she goes and begs Mac to go to the party. Aww. Oh, I Mac. Lo- I love that <laughs> scene. I love well, Mac. At, le- at, least she did, Mac. at least she didn't, you know, you know, set Mac up with somebody this time. Yeah. I just, uh, please, I know you can't answer this, but I just, uh, please tell me Max in the movie. I know you can't tell me, but I just, I hope she's in the movie. Please oh, tell me. No, don't, don't tell me. Please tell me. No, don't tell me. I hope she stars in the movie and, like, Kristen Bell is, like, kind of her friend and it revolves around Max. It revolves around Mac and Dick. This is the two starring characters. I mean, the only, the only verifiable people that we know that are in the movie are Veronica and Logan. <laughs> so. What? Every, he's been all over the press everywhere. You, you can't miss him. I missed him. I had no idea. To be seriously, they're both they're I, both on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. I, they have not been allowed to see that. I well, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> I haven't seen anything, you guys. I actually didn't know he was like in the movie, but all right, now I do. Well, I mean, but he's been yeah pressed. I'm not surprised. I mean, like I, you can't. Uh, well, I haven't been able to miss him. I was like, yeah, he's been everywhere. I, I, I haven't heard his name ever, ever, uh, in in ever. And Until, I've like, heard, the last two months? Yeah, in the last two months, I've been, he's been popping up, you know, just his name has been popping up, and I'm like, okay, so he's obviously in the movie. <laughs> but 
Sorry, Malika. <laughs> oh, I'm not blaming you. I could have guessed it. I mean, it's yeah. obvious. I mean, but, I, I think, you know. But, but I had actually Mac. not. I want Mac. I want Mac to be in the movie, and I want, um, well, that, we can talk about that later. <laughs> okay, so, um, Veronica gives them all coasters at the party and fake IDs. <laughs> well, that's one way to, that, that's one way to keep your friends, uh, liking mm-hmm. you. <laughs> she really does help them out. Mm-hmm. And then Veronica realizes that Chip didn't actually get the real coasters. Yes, and uh, I think I said this during the uh, uh, d- during the commentary. Though it's been a while now, so I can't remember. But the actor who plays Chip is David Tom, who now plays Billy Abbott on Young and the Restless. Yay! I- <laughs> so, you know, what's the point of this thought- little scene here? I didn't get it. I thought it was weird just because like that means that somewhere out there somebody's making fake rape prevention coasters. Like or they did. Many... Like Chip, but, you mean? Right. <laughs> like, how would he manufacture coasters though? Like they like, like drew them all. He did it in his dorm room. He just like no, like I could see him paper. I could see him taking one of the real ones and just like laying it on a copy machine and making yeah. copies on cardstock. Well, no, because he because remember because remember the 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 fake ones say don't get raped on them. Yeah, it's not even the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure where he got them, but he apparently could get them cheaper than paying the seventy five cents for the real ones. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of the brothers is taking graphic design, and they just did a graphic design. Maybe. Um, yeah, it was because because it was because there's no it's not it's not double sided. It's only on one side. So mm-hmm. chances are, guy, the, the frat guys made them. So does the whole thing change? Well, obviously the whole thing changes colors because they were ripping them up into itty bitty pieces uh-huh. and everybody's drink. Yeah. Yep. But is this like um? Is the point of this just to prove like that they're creeps? Because I didn't realize I didn't I don't know. There was like nothing that came really of this. Well, I think more to the point is that Chip didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Which is not a surprise. No. 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 Uh, so Piz and Wallace are testing drinks to the tune of Sweet Caroline. <laughs> I do like the oh. Steel Diamond cover band quite a bit. I just like that song. Everything else we played sucked. And then, um, but what's his face dancing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Is. That I, was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. I have, was... I have a note for that, that I wish that I could somehow quote that because it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I know. I, I would want you to quote that, Jimmy, because I would want you to quote that. I would want to see that. Too, too bad there's not a way to change your, your Skype avatar picture to a GIF of you doing that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. By next podcast, that's your mission. I, uh, I was watching Jimmy? him dance and I was just like, I, I, I need to, I need to. That's the best okay. quote of the season. I couldn't look away. Jimmy, you need to do a video and post it on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about you have that. To watch several times to get the choreography down. Uh huh. Yeah. And then videotape that. Yeah, and play "Sweet Caroline" in the background. And, uh, <laughs> you'll have it. Um, that that Neil sweet. Diamond cover band, by the way, is a real band. Who is it? I'm sure there is one. I I want to say I think they're called uh, Diamond in the Rough. Is there, I mean, I'm sure there's more than one. 
Yeah, but I'm, but I mean that particular one that was in the episode, like you can. Oh. So, I, I also love. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, no. Yeah. I was just. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. I was going to say also in this kind of, you know, flurry of scenes that we have here that scene with Mac and the dude that hits on her in her in her eye, whatever her STD T-shirt is. Let's her. <laughs> let, let, let's him pour the drink and you know, pour the whiskey into her cup. Tests it. Dumps it. Like, see you later. <laughs> That was awesome. So unimpressed. Yes. (laughs) And then the uh, Safe Ride Home people come to get the girl who is passed out on the ground. Who is not who she says she is. Uh. No, was that her? Or was this just another random... It's just another random girl, right? Yeah, I think so. I I thought um, the... I, I don't remember what her name was or supposed to be or whatever... But I thought that she went back to her dorm by herself. Right, but they found her cup. Yeah, they found her cup. But I don't but think that that was the I, I cup that they was, found by this girl. I didn't think it was the girl that was, was on the ground. I don't think no, so. it, wasn't, it wasn't the same girl. The okay. girl who yeah. was on the ground wasn't the girl... Uh, who, wasn't who, was, who was impersonating... Her uh, sister, yeah. Sister. That right. girl was just a passed out drunk girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, so Tim the TA comes and confronts his girlfriend Bonnie while she's with Dick. Right. For no reason whatsoever. This scene, totally pointless. Well, okay, so Red this actually this actually plays into one of my theories. So um but go ahead. Why don't <laughs> okay. you possibly have a theory on? Isn't this the end? Um <laughs> Well, I just always have theories. Okay. <laughs> yes. The show's not over yet. <laughs> well no, but the rape is over. But go ahead. <laughs> Somebody uh, ends up in a state of something. I, I'm, I'm sorry that <laughs> is over. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> 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 the quackest. <laughs> right, I'm surprised that hasn't come up more yet. Um, so, Just you wait. So uh, Logan and Wallace go to save a girl, but it turns out that they're going to save the wrong girl. <sighs> yeah, and, and, and this the thing is, is that Veronica lets them. She actually does a smart thing, and it was like, okay, you go. Which ended yeah, up being I'm... a stupid thing for her. Right. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even when she tries to do the right thing, she does the wrong thing. Yeah, and then uh, Deputy Pornstash ignores a bomb threat. I'm like, what is up with that? Dude, no. I know. You can't yeah. really do that. You, I mean, you just can't. I mean, yeah, It's not like you were doing anything else. <laughs> He's piling... But you're not allowed to do that. Like, you can get fired for something like that. Well, and leave it to campus police. (laughs) I mean, we saw the campus police. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's going to leave it to the campus police, really? Oh, yeah, the campus police are stealing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're in jail now, so. But Lamb was sleeping, so I guess, like, you know, he. Whatever. Don't wake him up. Uh, (laughs) So. We find out that Mercer is the rapist. He finds Veronica and gets stabbed by a unicorn. Oh my yep. god. Okay, so y'all, um, I'm very, very confused about how Mercer was the rapist. I know that he had Mo as his accomplice. Was that the guy's name, Mo? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, so how, like, how did it work? Like, I don't get it. So, so apparently... Like, 
he, because um, this is what Veronica heard at the party, there was a, a skip or something in the radio show, quote unquote. So he was pre-recording shows for but some But not nights. most of the time, no. Because Mo would pick up the girls, take them, give them tea, and then put them in their rooms, let Mercer know where they were. After so... his radio show, he would go to their room. This is so elaborate for a raper. I'm sorry. It's, like, really weird because when does this happen? Um, I understand it from a little psychology perspective in a little bit, but I don't know. It just sounds I so mean, impossible. Yeah, and, and like, and his monologue like his little made slave. Him Yes. The like, monologue wait, was creepy. Uh, but then well, we saw... Creepy, I mean, but, like, his motivation for it. I'm, that's an hour of my life I wouldn't get back. Like, what? I know. No, that just, like... I mean, that doesn't make... Uh, no. So wait, I, have, I, I, have a, I have a correction I to make this... about his, uh, his monologue. Um, and, you know, this doesn't mean anything to anyone else, but it matters to me. Okay. Fatboy Slim is not techno. Fatboy Slim is house. There's a difference. That's so... Okay. Yes. Yeah. I hate him even more now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yvette, what was your question? My question is, what about when he was burning down that hotel in Mexico? Who was raping that girl then? I think that may have been another faked one by the, uh, the, whoever they are. Um, yeah, so, feminists. Uh -huh. yeah, so the feminists are their worst enemy because now they're making, uh, they're making up fake rapes where he has alibis. <laughs> I, anyways, so... So, so Parker's rape is real. Yes. Okay. So the only one I think that is fake is Claire, right? Claire so and whichever one happened the night that Mercer and Logan were in Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which wasn't Claire? No. Uh, okay. Um, also, like, uh, so is this the time to talk about the whole um, prisoner guard scenario? Yeah. Um, let me, let's see. Uh Veronica gets away from Mercer. Mo finds her and drugs her, and go ahead. So I didn't. We didn't do this in the commentary, but when I was rewatching, I realized that there's a picture, and they and then back in the season, they both were like part of the prisoner guard scenario thing, mm -hmm. and so that's how their dynamic goes, right? Yep. I mean, mm -hmm. they kind of kind of both got off on that. Yeah, because you remember uh, in that episode that. Uh, I don't know their names, but um, Sean was having Rorschach, <laughs> I do remember his name, uh, do his homework and, like, take notes for right. him, remember, after the whole prison experiment? Rorschach, yeah. Which was a really weird scene, and, I, and like, I thought at the time it was really weird, and I'm, but it's kind of just mirror, which I have to really applaud the writers on that, because that was really good, and this is, like, a mirror scene of that. Mm -hmm. So the same kind of scenario, right. they both kind of... Wait, why are we talking about Sean and Horshack? Because, Mercer, because Mercer, Mercer was the guard and Mo was the prisoner when they did so that, the prison experiment. And they both kind of got off on it. So obviously that's, I mean, if you look at their interactions in this episode, it's almost like, you know, like Dom slash sub kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. totally what it was. It was a, it was a codependent relationship that it yeah. formed. Right. Yeah, and Mo even said in that episode with the prison experiment that it was life-changing. Mm -hmm. 
I have to go back and watch this stuff again. There was a lot of stuff. So I saw that picture, and then I had to go back and watch that 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 episode again because I needed to see. I remember somebody saying, "Oh, I did that experiment." Blah blah blah. You know. And so I went back and I watched with the TA guy that said it, or the RA. RA. Oh oh. Oh, okay. They weren't actually there. No, they weren't doing it now. They did it, like, a couple years before. Right, okay. I get you. I I was very confused for a minute there. I was like, I don't remember either. You're like, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Sorry. Okay, I get it. Yeah, so it really is, uh, it's a really good twist. Like, I remember watching this live and being very involved in the Neptune pirate radio podcast community and like putting out the theories, emailing the podcast. And I had it pegged on Mo and just Mo and, um, for it to be the two of them, like it, it really just wasn't anything that anybody predicted. Did any of us say Mo? Uh, Malika did after she said Mercer that like, (laughs) Like in the commentary, in the commentary, she was like, "Oh, it's Mo." Well, no, no. What I said count. was, I said that it was Mercer, and I said, and like as the scene was going on, I said, "Oh, but you know what? I kind of wish it was Mo because you know, I, I mean, I, I figured it was Mercer, but I really wanted it to be Mo." And then Mo's like was then that Veronica showed that she was getting drugged, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I called so, it yeah, to happen. She, she called both of them. Um, <laughs> like yeah, two I seconds it before, be Mo but still. because it, he's so innocent, kind of like. But yeah, obviously, obviously that worked. So there you go. I know, but I, see, I have w- one sort of issue with this. It was really cool the, with the idea that okay, it was two people working together, but you also have theory. the idea of you know the way, and you can say that this is the, the, due to the network switch or whatever. But we have the overarching mystery. Veronica accuses someone, and she's wrong. And so, like, you have the episodes where you go through and you clear the people, and she accuses them and goes through the episode, and then they're like, oh, no, I was wrong. You're innocent. And they're innocent. But we cleared Mercer. Yes, and, but we... And he's not innocent. Like, that, I don't know, that sort of pissed me off a little bit. Okay, okay. I think I, I can, I see, think I, I that can, made I me can... suspect him even more. Well, I think I can fix this. You guys have seen the movie Scream, right? No. Indeed. Wait, oh, no? what? <laughs> no. Add that to the list. Never mind. Add it to the list of, in, yeah, of yeah, investiga- no. <laughs> investigating. And this is, <laughs> this is when you seen. can't talk about um, no, John. Can't, ne- never mind. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's streaming no, on Netflix. Go watch it. Well, no, that's going to be one of the... We ha- we have a, a a new podcast that we're thinking of doing after this. It's called. You can beat me out for this, but investigating shit we haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> investigating Smurf we haven't seen. Right. Yes. Right. Oh god. Because I have to be able to say the name of my own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can say crack. No, that wouldn't even work. Um, we'll figure it out. But um, Meg, you get the idea. I, I will throw Meg. a Smurf reference in. Meg. <laughs> All right, so uh, Parker ends up hearing the rape whistle, and like so like a dog, like a dog. No like one else whistle. heard the rape whistle. Well, they heard it. They just ignored it. Pops out from somewhere. I'm like, really? 
<laughs> she like pops up. They, yeah, they, they heard it too because somebody actually said somebody says you know. What well, was what was that? Is, I mean, which is the culture of 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 life these days? You know, like mm-hmm. it's like when you hear a car alarm go off, who who goes and looks? No, well, but, but, even but if that's you... not what happens in a dorm. Like I feel like in a dorm, like anything that happened in the hallway, every single person was like out of their rooms and like looking around and was like. I could see it, like, if this was, yeah, like, a car alarm, but if anybody, like, in our dorm had heard, like, a rape whistle, every single person would have been, like, out of their room, like, looking Wait, at if, hun- if hundreds of rape whistles had been handed out that day... And everybody's and walking around campus, blowing on them. Everybody's got and... one. <sighs> Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I I'm think the... how nosy we all were. Right. <laughs> like, you heard, like, music coming out of the other room, and everybody's, like, tiptoeing their way out to see what it was, like... <laughs> Actually, you might you might have a point because I would think in that instance, if you know after a certain point, if somebody heard a rape whistle, they would track that person down just because they because they would think that it was just being blown for fun, and so they would track them down to make them shut up. Yeah, like so annoying that. Yeah, like they're just hey, stop stop that. Yeah, I guess, I guess, but. And then, oh my God, there's a Smurf happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stop the Smurf! Stop the Smurf! (laughs) <laughs> no smurfs here yeah um mo and mercer get away but keith eventually finds them yeah were they like in a hotel or something i think yeah, so like a skeezy hotel and man that um unicorn uh oh. thing that they pulled out of his leg oh. was like four inches long yeah it's like massive oh. no wonder he don't was mess screaming. with unicorns man but yeah, he was still running around with, anyways. But yeah, it's not adrenaline. But seriously, that's <sighs> don't mess with the unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Do y'all think that like Mo is like completely culpable in this, or like is it like a case of Stockholm syndrome? I think he has psychological issues for sure. But he's he's an he's an accessory. He's an yeah, an accessory to rape. So. I mean, like, psychologically. Like, exactly. Do you feel like, yeah. he's, like, actually... Like, I mean, th- we saw how that prison experiment went down. Like, maybe he was, like, he's been brainwashed. I mean... Well, I, I mean, he might he might be able to, to get... He might be able to get, like, a reduced sentence or something mm-hmm. off of, like, an insanity plea. But... And well, not again. even an insanity plea, but, like, you know, like... I don't know. I mean, like, I think you have to be susceptible to it, what have you. But, like, he was... He got pretty elaborate in the way he helped, you know, over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a, you know, he has to be penalized somehow. I mean, obviously he didn't do the rape itself, but I'd imagine, or the smurf itself. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, so once again, we have unethical things going on in these schools because, like, remember the guidance mm-hmm. counselor was doing that weird yeah. study on grief and... Like, now we've got this prison experiment that is causing people to be brainwashed. Yeah, I mean, I bet, I bet his lawyer could probably make a case for, like, mm-hmm. him, like, suing that sociology professor yes. for making him in some way, like, responsible. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, not, definitely. Not Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Definitely the person no. who gets the, you know, lion's share of the guilt is... One Mr. Mercer, whatever the hell his name is. Hayes. Hayes, okay. If you so, say so. So I think that my favorite scene is Logan getting himself arrested. Oh my gosh. This is the best yes. scene ever. I've never liked him more. 
That was and so awesome. How did he get into that jail cell? I will not know. Oh, because oh, I know why he got into that jail cell because he. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. It was that was so bizarre for the briefest of seconds. I was like, <laughs> all of a sudden, Logan just walks up to a police car <laughs> with a baseball bat and starts smashing. And, he, he, and he makes sure he, he makes sure they notice him too because he looks at them in the in, through the window first. <laughs> but the way he was shot was awesome. Yeah, just because like, you know, they're was, talking in the foreground. I was thinking that he was going after the car, and like, I my, my first thought was that he was going to steal it, but I was like. That's not porn stash. Why are you going after these guys? And like because he... they didn't respond to the bomb threat. No, I, I thought that too. The car, I... And I was like, oh. Okay. Well, and then and then he walks into the jail cell, and you're like, and oh, I was like, yes, gotcha. Is yeah. awesome. See, guys, when we were doing the commentary, I didn't get it. When we were doing the commentary, I just assumed like you did, Naomi, like because they weren't responsive to the bomb. Like he was just blaming other people. Second time around, that's when I got. It. I'm like, oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but for the first time, I was like, "Oh, he, they just let him in." Well, maybe Keith can pull strings or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, are we ready for B plot? Oh my gosh! Let's shift gears yeah. completely, shall we? And we have uh, Lilith House has a float and a celebration. <laughs> oh, is that what they're called, the Lilith House? That is what they're called. Yeah. Okay, so I can just call him the Lilith House when I just. Wait. Anyways, go ahead. No, we're not talking about Veronica and Logan. We're just talking about them having a float. <laughs> Alright. And then Weevil the fixes the Dean's TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think was like the cutest scene ever. The Dean's just so like, oh, what would I do without you? And I'm just like, I'm. He was I... not long for this world. I just, I was loving that scene. I'm like, yes, more people need to appreciate Weevil. Mm-hmm. Dean never got his HDTV. He didn't. And Malika, <laughs> by the way, I think you predicted the Dean's death in like episode three of this season. So he oh. is dead for sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He had a pretty nice uh, hole in his like, head. You know, I don't think there's coming back from that. We'll never find out about his eating disorder. <laughs> <laughs> really was i had this whole theory that he was going to eat himself to death yeah uh when well, you predicted eat himself it, to death that's quite a disorder when you predicted it i like went on facebook while we were recording into the spoiler group and was like malika just predicted the dean's death <laughs> oh okay God, i, I, was, I cannot wait to, to have access to the spoiler group because this is going to be fun if you guys are actually talking about us predicting stuff oh yeah so much fun that's, that's a little ridiculous yeah. okay um, all right, so the dean's wife is going to Sacramento with Wally from work. Yeah. See, okay, at this at this guy's yeah. name, we should have just known. Yeah. <laughs> so I like so, I. So what I you're think saying somebody is said that. Gay? No, I'm saying that she would never sleep with a guy named Wally. Oh. <laughs> like you don't have affairs with men named Wally. Huh? Well, she she was married to a guy named Cyrus. Mm. This is true. Good point. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Um, so the uh, cigar-smoking man meets with the dean and blackmails him. I, I really thought that he was going to have uh, more of a part in this episode. <laughs> yeah, this was such a random guy. I was like, okay, so now we're getting into... Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe second half of the season, like, this will all come to bear. Like, he'll have more of a part and he'll... Whatever. 
but right now I was like, this is weird. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and just predict cigarette, Cigar Smoking Man was the murderer. Ooh, <laughs> For the second half of the season? Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm, that's what, there's my prediction. And we know when Yvette predicts something, she sticks with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not changing. That's true. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying that it's going to be a... I stuck with Chardo through oh. season two for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't it's... pay off, did you? <laughs> no, it really didn't. <laughs> so Naomi, I'm jumping on your your I'm jumping on your bandwagon. What are we gonna call this thing? On whatever your train. I'm jumping on it and we're not chipping it. But um <laughs> I have a theory. <laughs> Melita, Melita. Huh? All I have to say to you is come on, ride the train. <laughs> and ride it. Ride you. Ride you too. <laughs> because if Malika predicts it, it's probably true. I have an elaborate theory that, like, usually I don't have a theory to go along with it or a good one, but I have a good theory this time. All right, cool. Anyway. Um, okay, so uh, the dean wants Keith to find out if his wife is cheating. And the answer is yes, but yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Right. And then um, the Dean uses his chair on Piz's radio show to reinstate the Greeks. Oh, one thing back about the whole um, cheating thing. Doesn't he say that, like, when she kissed him goodbye, it felt weird or different? But this girl has been, or this lady has been cheating on him for a really long time. Not when she said goodbye. He said she's been, the way she kisses me is different. Like, oh, in general, okay. so now, now it's different than it was when I first got married. Okay, okay. Because okay. for some reason I just equated it to, like, he just now picked it up. <laughs> like, that's a little stupid. Okay, so he reinstates the Greeks. Yeah. Which was stupid of him. All right. And then we have the uh, Pisigs riding on a Hummer. <laughs> And and uh, I know that I said this when we were doing the commentary, but even when I rewatched it again today, I saw the Hummer go by, and then it switched to to the Dean driving, and I was like, <laughs> "Is he driving the Hummer?" <laughs> I so wish the Dean was driving the Hummer. It was so weird and surreal with that like Olivia Newton-John song playing. <laughs> yes. so oh yeah. Well, the thing the thing that that strikes me funny is like. Like, oh, a, a yellow Hummer. Like, isn't that Logan's car? I know. That was it, me, too. No, it, it isn't. He didn't drive a Hummer. He drove an Xterra. Yes. Yeah. It kind of looks similar, though. Mm. It's the All same right. color. It is the same color, but, uh, but Logan's but, car was the Wait a Nissan. second. Have we, have we seen Logan's car yet this season? Do we know it's, that it, it, hasn't, it, it hasn't gone the way of the LeBaron? <laughs> and now he has it. a yellow Hummer. Oh uh, all I know is that when I rewatched this um, uh, later, you know, another time, and uh, every time that there's a scene with that Saturn in it, I'm just going to tape a LeBaron to my screen. <laughs> you know, and then like like Logan will have another type of Saturn car. <laughs> that, that was that was another network mandated thing. Product yeah, placement. Product That's placement. the only reason they got rid of the LeBaron. Yeah. The LeBaron Thanks. should never have been gotten rid of. I know. Except when it crashed LeBaron... into a tree. Well, true. <laughs> it's true. When I expected them to get rid of the Baron, they kept it. 
And then, like, all of a sudden, for no reason whatsoever, they got rid of the LeBaron. I'm like, if the LeBaron does not make... A, if there is not a cameo by a LeBaron in the movie, <laughs> no, there, I'm there was, very upset. There, there was a reason. It just... <laughs> it was a bad, bad one. It was yeah, a, it was a meta reason. Exactly. No, no, no. I mean, I mean a reason within the actual story. Right. Not... Right. Mm-hmm. There should have been a reason oh, yeah, within the story. Was there was. Money, bottom and bottom, yeah. No. Yeah, there was. It was, no. it was a gift to make up for the fact that he did couldn't join her in New York. Which is lame. I meant a good reason. <laughs> right, I mean a reason like the <laughs> Sorry, I'm being picky. <laughs> like, I want this to be the reason, and not only that reason. No, I wanted there to be a better reason. Like, that's a horrible reason. Yeah. She already has a car. Why are you buying her a car? Like, get her something new and different that she doesn't have. Like a diamond <laughs> choker. Yes. Okay. I miss the choker. So the uh, Dean's car gets egged by Lilith House. Yes. Oh it my does. gosh, this is a weird scene. Yeah, yeah not like, just egged. Like they like like they're trying to spit tip it over too. <laughs> yeah. Spit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Keith finds out that uh, Wally visited several gay bars while they were on their business trip. I'd like to see you Wally. do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you do. Okay, and now the only thing that I've been, every time you say his name, like, Wally, like, all I can think of is the fact that it's probably short for Wallace. And it's making oh, me sad. Yeah. Or Walter. Could be Walter. I, I, I'm just like, I'm or Waldo. so sad now. Where's Waldo? <laughs> Where's Waldo? He's at the gay bar. That's how he now we know we can stop asking this question, right. people. <laughs> you have your answer. Go about your way. Um, so then uh, Veronica tells Keith about Mindy O'Dell and Dr. Landry. So, of course, Keith has to tell the dean. Yep. <laughs> Not much to say here? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, the dean is getting drunk, but he won't open his special bottle of scotch. Which I guess he's wishing he did now. <laughs> Seriously. Aw, <laughs> uh, live every day like it's your last. Well, he's not wishing anything because he's dead. <laughs> but, right, but... You should have had a sandwich with the scotch. And that would have been a nice last day. Well, he probably wanted a burger because he wasn't supposed to eat those, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a burger, sorry. Some <laughs> kind of food product in his face. Yeah. With scotch. Something fattening because he wasn't allowed to mm-hmm. eat that stuff. Although with she box. said he could order a pizza. Uh, well, She's... only be... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we see Keith leaves and we see the Dean takes out a gun. And goes to Mindy and Dr. Landry's hotel room. This was so extreme. <laughs> I was like, what is this thing on screen? I'm like, seriously? You? With a gun? Okay. Relationship drama! Uh, I mean, right. But then he wakes up on the couch. Like, there's no resolution. Not even, there's not even a conversation. Someone gave him a date rape drug. <laughs> I'm not. Or a date smurf drug <laughs> he literally like is like hey i guess we should talk and then the next thing we know he wakes up on the, couch, on the couch and then he's dead and i'm like what see How? i when he was like you know when we first saw him like dead or whatever like my first thought was like oh he must have killed himself after seeing his wife hooking it up with professor landry 
Right, but, but obviously guess, now this is right. going to be the, the murder for season the rest of the season. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a suicide might have been better, personally. Tim the TA did it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> First Tim like, the Tim the because, TA. Because sure. the dean threatened Professor Landry. And right, and he's in love with Tim Professor Landry. Tim will not Landry. allow it. I think that maybe, well, we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. Um, we're really wanting to get to theories. I'm, I'm hurrying. Uh, so the Dean wakes up in his office and his window is being egged. And someone. Oh, is that what it was? I was just like, what is <laughs> And that was egged. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like and... tree branch or something. What is happening yeah. here? Like someone's trying to, I okay uh-huh and then we uh we don't see them but someone is there like the yep. classic trope of it's you <laughs> basically like, there was somebody there yeah because he's like what are you doing here yeah. or something i must have glossed over that moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> I he totally looked at someone there was a I shadow until my second because during the commentary i was like whatever but like yeah, he says something. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. obviously there's someone there. And then in the morning, Weevil finds the Dean with a bullet in his head. <sighs> oh, with a bullet hole in his head. A bullet hole, yes. We don't know. The, the bullet could have gone out the other That's side. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and I was really confused because I was like, oh, no, it's he won't be dead. He's just passed out. But then I think Jimmy and Ayamik was like, I think he has a bullet hole in his head. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> you say so <laughs> if that's what i'm supposed to believe okay fine there's a little silly putty circle on his on his <laughs> on his head yeah he's wearing a bindi it's fine yeah okay so let's get to quotes and john you're first yay <clears throat> howdy boys anyone up for going to a pie sig blowout Beer and ladies and music and other stuff guys like, I'm sure. Fast cars, loose slots, electronic gadgetry, televised sports, pornography, nothing? None of this grabs you? I'm sorry, I love that quote. It was either going to be that or or me just screaming Smurf over and over again. (laughs) Which would be entertaining. Well, I, I have a quote from the beginning of that scene. And this is, I, I didn't remember his name, so I was just like, R.A. Dude. Someone has been leaving a surprise in the third stall every morning. <laughs> this person has never learned to flush, and it is my amateur medical opinion that he is also suffering from what must be a terminal disease. Ugh. And he had to have given that speech in, like, every room in the dorm. Yeah. But I will believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna go with, uh, Veronica. Great job, Dick. I'm sure you won, uh, I'm sure you won that debate, Logan. Uh, he's a master debater. <laughs> oh, cause Dick Moon's a float. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Alright, so I have Mac. Are you freaking kidding me? The Pi Sig Mega Apocalypse? Hump the furniture, party back to the Stone Age, a 50 keg Mega Bacchanalia? Uh, sorry, 50 keg back in earlier. Veronica, sounds like fun, right? Mac, will they let me in? I think all the glitter has come off my porn star tube top. <laughs> I love the Veronica. way she said porn star oh, tube top. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Veronica, please, Mac. I could really use some help. Mac, resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> so true. She did the puppy dog guys that she does with Keith. Uh-huh. So I think this is my first ever two-person quote. Ooh. Ooh. But Veronica says, hey, it's your life. Wallace says, since when? <laughs> ah, that's yep. the one I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I had that yeah. one too. Yeah. Um, okay, Veronica, I'm not looking for a pity party. Wallace, that's good, because I always get stuck blowing up the pity balloons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, I that one. That was, I had that one. I want a pity balloon. <laughs> Any others? Uh, of course, but we're waiting for John. Because <laughs> John, do you have any others? Um, actually, I don't. Um, I was going to do uh, the Logan and Veronica breakup exchange, but I couldn't actually find it anywhere quoted. Uh-huh. And I didn't, I, didn't have time, I didn't have time to rewatch that scene and write it all down, so... But I but I do like the end of it where he says, where he "I'll be her here." On the yeah, and he says, "I'll be here if you need anything." But you never need anything. Aww. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Um, I'm gonna go with Piz. Hey, gang, what's the word? Is it avuncular? No, just a shot in the dark. I like that. Side note, I actually had to look up that word, and for anybody who might who might not know what it means, is that it's of or relating to an uncle. <laughs> okay, how do you use that in a sentence exactly? Yeah, I didn't think that's what it meant. I thought it meant something different. I thought I knew what it meant, but apparently not. Um, I, uh, I, I ha- I, that reminds me, there's a scene in... Um, in I think the first season where I think President uh, Vice President Clemens or somebody comes up to Logan, it's like I need a word and he gives him a word and I forget what the word was, but I just I love I love jokes like that. Huh? What was it? Anthropomorphic. Yeah, yeah. anthropomorphic. They like A words word. here in Veronica Mars, but I just uh-huh. love jokes like that. It's cute. Okay. Um Veronica voiceover. Okay. But you should know, if you're going to make me wait, I'm going to pour over your creepy rape investigation board. What's this? Dick? Chip Diller? And what's-his-face? <laughs> and what's-his-face? what's-his-face? I have no clue. But I love that, like, that is why I quoted this, was just, what's-his-face? She obviously probably, doesn't mean it. It's probably the t- other it- guy that Bonnie was uh, sleeping with. Yep. So, I'm sorry. I, I got I, I got sidetracked by trying to find sentences with the, with the word avuncular. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See what you did. Uh, so in his place is a jolly avuncular leader. See playing with his grand seen playing with his grandchildren children and appearing on lighter chat shows. He is what alternately is avuncular and strident, <laughs> joining and threatening. His entry, his interest in them is supposed to be avuncular okay. and pure. Okay, so that kind of harkens on to what I thought it meant. Not Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Meaning that it's not just necessarily relating to uncle in the literal sense, but also in like a relationship sense. Like mm-hmm. in a good way. Okay. Yes. 
So we at, can move along at now. the end of a Christmas Carol, Scrooge acts towards um, Bob Cratchit's family in a very avuncular manner. Thank you. There you okay. go. Thank you, Naomi. That was you. perfect. And I did not look that up on the internet. I can't <laughs> very good. You are. I feel. You are, I feel so proud. You are a better um, sentence maker than me. <laughs> that is so. So I have one last quote to end this on, um, and it's not really a quote, but it's Max T-shirt, and I love it. Oh God, and it I says. Ask me about my STD. <laughs> um, all right. So we have some feedback. And... Oh, wait. I have one more. Oh, yes. Go. So really quick. Hi. Veronica um, says to Logan, hey, handsome. And then Dick says, not in front of him. He's a jealous type. No, no. He says, not in front of the old man. But oh. I had, that was my quote, too. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we done, then? Yep. yep. Okay, now feedback. Okay, Harold says, Yay, the rape mystery is over. I agree. I'm glad that this was not dragged out all season. Is it possible that at one point, Michael Sarah was supposed to be the Mo part of the duo? I don't think so. I think he was always only a cameo. Okay. Uh, Boo Dean Pegley is gone. I liked him on the show, but it was nice to see that he was supportive of both Veronica and Weevil. Oh, and it was. Um, yay, Mac is back with no explanation to where she's been for the last six or so episodes. <laughs> There's been explanations all along the way. She had an aunt, and then she was at the gym, and I... <laughs> the network had the writers write her out so they could make room for new characters. And they couldn't pay her. So that... Uh, always pay, Mac. Always. Uh, always. Uh... Macs are expensive. <laughs> they are. They're the most expensive computers. Um, so, four. Have I been saying the numbers? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about why they had the two scenes with the T... I've been thinking about why they had the two scenes with the TA and what that had to do with the plot. I'm thinking that the TA wanted Veronica to see his loud breakup with the girlfriend for some reason. Maybe he was setting up some sort of of an alibi or cover for his murder of the dean and maybe the criminology professor too um five why would veronica go to carrie's room without doing more than calling in a bomb threat oh that was veronica who did that yeah she was trying to get help because she knew she was gonna need it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um she was looking for help when she first thought it, uh, it was the older sister who was in trouble so why wouldn't she get help this time well she tried (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe that she thought that, that that her taser would be all the protection she would need. I'm actually surprised that he was as resistant to the to the taser as he was. But I think she hit him wrong. Like I think she hit his shirt and not necessarily his body. Skin. Uh, uh it wasn't all that helpful at the River Sticks. Oh, that's true. Uh six. I almost forgot the the love breakup. I really don't care at this point since neither of them are ready for a relationship until after undergoing therapy first. (laughs) (laughs) And then probably not with each other. Right, exactly. So his number four about the alibi thing, I, that's part of, I mean, that was a theory, but that was part of my theory, but that was, um, I think that he wanted to see Veronica, but then I think later in the bar when he comes in and he confronts his girlfriend, I think that's he set an alibi there. Like, I think that's mm. the alibi he set up for the Dean's murder. Anyway, okay, so. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. 
Um, are you at me? You're at me. Okay. This is from Ray. I'm glad they didn't drag the date, but they didn't. Yeah, sorry. I'm what? glad that they. <laughs> I'm glad. That, oh, I'm glad that they didn't drag the race out all season. I've hated Mercer since his first appearance, so I'm more than happy that he was the rapist. I also like that the show suspected him earlier and then cleared him. See, and I'm completely the opposite. It's something that they haven't done yet, and it kept it a surprise. Unlike other stuff other seasons where we would suspect someone like mid-season, but everyone would know it was too early and that they didn't actually do it. And I like that the most obvious guy was the one who did it. The first two seasons, the person who did it was always out of left field and a big surprise. But Mercer seemed almost too obvious, so that it made it seem like it couldn't be him. Even though the Pie Stigs weren't responsible for most of them, they are still jerks, Chip Diller being chief among them. The Lilith House was annoying and super misguided as always. Veronica even points that out. As for the love breakup, I'm not a shipper of them. I like their chemistry together as characters. Whether they are actually together or being adversarial doesn't really matter, and I figure the demise of their relationship won't end their scenes together. So either way is fine with me. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you for feedback. Let's get into theories and who killed the Dean? Jim the GA! Tim the TA. I'm going to stick with that guy with the cigar. I think he's going to show back up. <laughs> I like to call him Cigar Smoking Man. You know, the brother of <laughs> yes. Cigarette Smoking Man. <laughs> yes, Cigar Smoking Man. The smellier version. Well, actually, I like his smell better, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think Chardo did it. No. Eric <laughs> 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 Eccles from Beyond the Grave. Hopefully. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I think, obviously, uh, God, I don't know. I, I It didn't occur, I, I didn't remember the fact that there was somebody, well, I didn't notice that there was somebody in the room, so I really just thought he killed himself. You can go with suicide. Uh, yeah, I think I'm Naomi gonna, went I, with that for quite a I, long time. I went with that for, like, the whole first season. Yeah. It was like, Lily Kane killed herself. Yeah, and I'm that was like, gonna... she was all bashed and head and bloody. So, I mean, this actually looked like it could have been suicide. Yeah, um, I, sure, he killed himself. That's what I'm going with for right now. All right. All right. There we go. Because you're not afraid to change your guess. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do ratings. I think that, um, I think, I think that, you know, once again, uh, one thing that Veronica Mars always does well is a wrap up, is the, like, the season finale. I know this isn't the season finale, but. It it's kind like of a, counts as one, though, you know? Yeah, it's a mid season finale. Um, I think that um, I'm relieved that the Mac that the story is over <laughs> and, uh, and that the Mac is uh, done. <laughs> see how many times I can get this in in, my, in in like two minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I, I think that, you know, we had all, all of the key players at least made a, uh, made an appearance except backup. Um, I'm not real, real interested in the, uh, in, in the murder that happened or the suicide that happened because I just, I was like, oh, okay, that's the end of that. I figured we were going to start something new in the next episode, but, um, I think that it, it was a pretty good wrap up of, uh, uh, of the duck story. Um, I <laughs> go ahead and give it, 
seven and a half out of ten uh, phantom poopers with terminal diseases. Um, I really like this episode. Um, I thought it, it was like, I mean, it's kind of been slogging to this, and I'm just, I think I'm just so happy that the rape stuff is over. And like we finally know, and it was exciting and you know and interesting, and it kept me guessing. And I just I did not like the um, the Mercer stuff, like when they focused on him and he did that monologue. I hated that, um, but I really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of curious now that we're getting on to what looks like the Dean's murder as the second half of the season. So I'm excited about that. I'm gonna give it eight out of ten Smurftacular endings. <laughs> okay, yeah, I feel bad because, like, I, I'm listening to you guys, right? And I don't know, like, okay, so I guess people liked the fact that Mercer had been cleared, but then he did it, and I did not. Like, I like the idea, and when I'm watching a mystery show, I like being able to try to keep up with the mystery. And okay, these are the clues you're presenting me with. I want to solve the mystery before they actually reveal it. And so the fact that they cleared him, but then he turned out to be the uh, the Smurfer, and just, mm, I did not like that. And the fact that, oh, it's, we're going to do a twist and, and make, make it two people, and it's like, yeah, if we could have had some build-up before that, maybe. Um, so there were things that, like, you didn't have the clues for, and so you couldn't solve the mystery. Um, so I'm giving it five. Baseball bats to a cop car. <laughs> All right, so I um, so I I liked the whole like having the rapist be someone that we'd already cleared, but I I feel like I have to judge this episode kind of like on the whole story arc, and I hated the entire thing. I felt like the, I I really hated the way that our victims were like totally incidental like their stories and what happened to them just seemed really unimportant and I felt like it I feel like I've said this before but I just feel like the entire thing was like misguided and I honestly don't think the show has like the emotional maturity to handle like I mean it's a really like insanely like offensive storyline if it's not done correctly and so I I don't know I did like Veronica's haircut though in this episode (laughs) so Four out of ten rape prevention coasters. Okay. I'm I'm glad that you were down low with me. Your pet. Yeah, I'm down low with you. <laughs> okay, John. I don't I mean I, I can't really um <clears throat> I can't really say I agree with, with Yvette's complaints because, you know, last season was was about molestation. Um, you know, and then there was, you know Oh yeah. So there was all that, but um, I actually I have every season of Veronica Mars. I have one episode that is my absolute favorite of the entire season. This is uh, the one for season three. Wow. Um, okay. Um, Spit and eggs, written and directed by Rob Thomas, by the way. Um, I just I just love this episode to pieces. It's it's it's. It's in it's intense, you know. There's a, there's a lot of action and and it's mm-hmm. like I it's directed really well, it's shot very well, and and you know it has the you know, the completion to, to, to the rape storyline. Um, it has Veronica uh, uh, getting rightfully dumped. Um, it has 
some fat boy slim, which is always a good thing. <laughs> um, it's just it's 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 one of my favorites, um, and it, and it does a really good job of utilizing uh, these new characters, you know, because they're they're not just there as like you know background fun; they actually get involved in 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 the action this time. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give this one. Uh, 10 out of 10 unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love this episode. Uh, part of it may be the like nostalgia of like being completely involved in the fandom at this point back in the day and you know having my theories and not being totally right like Malika is, but I was pretty <laughs> proud of myself for thinking it was Mo. <laughs> um, so I I can't give it 10 because I don't quite like it as much as my favorites from season one and two. So I have to go with a 9.5 out of 10 STD t-shirts. <laughs> and let's have our contact information. All right. You can find us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an MP3 voicemail there. You can find us on Twitter at investigatemars, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash groups slash group slash investigating Mars or our spoiler group if you've already seen the show which is facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars and please leave us an iTunes review and thank you to everyone that has yes and thank you John for joining us for this episode oh I was so happy to be here thank you John do we have any uh, do we have any uh, episodes with you through the end of this of the series this is the last one. This is the last one. Uh, We're going to have to find you on your podcast and stock you there. <laughs> yeah, because I, I told Heidi when she asked me, you know, is there any episodes you want for season three? And I, 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 said, I said, it's going to be either Spit and Eggs or the last episode. So mm-hmm. I got this one. Yep. All right. So the next episode is called <laughs> Show Me the Monkey. What's it about? Oh, please <laughs> let there be an actual monkey. There please, better oh, be. Please. Like, that, that, there needs to be a monkey. Let's see the monkeys. Um, sure. I, <laughs> so I think that uh, what's the, the pie, whatever's, pie sigs, get a mascot or whatever, and it's a monkey. <laughs> and it is not being shown properly. So somebody's stolen it. And so they need to find it so they can show it. There we go. I don't know. Uh, I'm going with Dick in a monkey suit. Oh, I like that it. That would also be awesome. <laughs> oh my god, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any others? Do we know, does Hearst College have a mascot? Could it be a monkey? Remember, didn't we know. have like a pig or something at some point? Uh, it was a, there was a goat. A goat and a uh, parrot. You're yeah, thinking of Buffy. That was in high school. Right? Oh, I think I am thinking of Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of the cute little Razorback. <laughs> oh, he was so cute. Before he got eaten. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, I hope I hope it's like a I hope it's like the mascot is like an actual like chimp. Yeah, so cute. like a monkey monkey. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Yo, monkeys are evil. I'm just putting that out there. What? Really, monkeys? <laughs> yes. Have you ever have you ever had an interaction with a monkey? The cute little one, like at the pier that is there an evil is there an evil monkey that lives in your closet? <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen Planet of the Apes, so there's that. <laughs> uh, uh, monkeys are evil. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so we will find out if the next episode is about a nice monkey or an evil monkey or dick in a monkey suit <laughs> next time. And until then, bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Oh, I have a better theory. I think that it's um, tea drinking guy. You mean you, you, you mean frack guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, frack guy. Okay. That's my. That's so the, the resident advisor. Huh? The resident advisor. Yes. I didn't mean oh, better yeah, than I your don't, theory. That I meant better than I my. I don't theory. like him. I oh, find no. him very suspicious. That I don't know. He's guilty of something. Yes. <laughs> you can't just be a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no one can just be a nerd. <laughs>